This is the Rich Eisen Show. Picked off at the 30-yard line, Marco Wilson, and then he does a flip into the end zone for the touchdown. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Calm down, we're good. You know, we're going to make it right. Um, we did a scoring, so that was good. Earlier on the show, Jets head coach Robert Sulla, UCLA head coach Chip Kelly, Bears linebacker Roquan Smith, still to come. Actor Ryan Phillippe. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Just calm down, okay? Just whoa, calm whoa, down. I'm sorry. Whoa, I thought whoa. that there was a timeout. I'm sorry. <laughs> calm the F down. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, you know, I'm trying to clean it up calm for the, the Roku down. audience in hour number three on our terrestrial radio network and satellite radio and Odyssey. Easy to laugh about that after the game when you win. And score four. Well, I mean, points. after after <laughs> we saw a timeout burned by Arizona down fourteen six, and Kyler Murray goes to to his coach Cliff Kingsbury and tells him to calm the f down. Whoa! <laughs> and and DeAndre Hopkins had no idea he's coming back to the team to try and calm everybody down. You know, that was part of his role was to tell Kyler to slow his, or I guess tell the coach to slow his so Kyler could help slow his. Yeah. Uh, they scored a touchdown, then a two-point conversion, and then two pick-sixes happened. One not Andy Dalton's fault. Both of them weren't his fault. Well, the second the one The second one, he was. was hit as he threw. But that's his fault. Get rid of the ball. Or... Or not. I mean... I mean, the first one went right through Marcus, Marcus Calloway's hands. hands. So, you know... And the amazing thing is, it happens to the best of them. Because uh, as I announced in hour number one last night, uh, the game day morning quartet, Mooch, Kurt, Irv, and I were rehearsing calling that game in advance of the game we're calling in Germany for NFL Network on uh, November 13th. Yeah, we're calling Brady v. Seahawks, Bucks versus Seattle. Alton Morgan. And that will be uh, in Munich. Very excited to be calling that game and bringing it back to the rest of the United States of America on NFL Network. We were, we were rehearsing that game last night, and uh, Mooch asked Ben McWilliams, our researcher of Game Day Morning, who was re- helping research in our rehearsal yesterday. He, he asked, who was the last quarterback who threw pick sixes twice in the last two minutes of a half? Cool. And you could see... Kurt holding his oh, breath, man. like, please don't say it's me. Please don't say it's me. Please don't say it's me. <laughs> was it? It was not. Oh. It was Dan Marino. No way. Yes. Wow. Yes, in 1997 against Pete Carroll's Patriots. Jeez. Was that Dan's last year? No. 99 was his last oh, year. wow. So it's happened. Congratulations, Andy Dalton. You're going to the Hall of Fame. Or you might get an Isotoner commercial. I, I thought know. you were going to say it was or Schaub you know, or something. You know? No, I, literally, that is the guy that I thought it might be. And I yeah. even verbalized that yeah. last night. So, yeah. Happens to the best of them. Wow. Happens to the best of them. And Arizona's got three wins now. They're like three we and said four. Yesterday, they're right there. They're now. three and four, they're and right the rest there. of the division has three wins. The Rams are on a bye. They're going to have three wins. The Seahawks are in Los Angeles to take on the Chargers, and the Niners, despite acquiring Christian McCaffrey, um, have a, a a very, very, very full plate this weekend 
with the Chiefs coming in fresh off of losing to the Bills. One never knows. And there's Arizona sitting at three and four with a week eight game at Minnesota next. Unfortunately for them, Andy Dalton's not walking through that door. The Cardinals have now beaten Andy Dalton four times. And Andy Dalton has played for four different teams. (laughs) They beat him as a Bengal, as a Cowboy, as a Bear, and now a Saint. What a stat. Yes. These are all facts. And um, so they look better with DeAndre Hopkins. Wow. The other question is, though, who else is it going to be? And what is going on with the coach and the quarterback and where where the quarterback feels compelled to just basically tell him, shut the F up, calm the pretty F much, down. Pretty much. He's <laughs> you told know? him the STA, you know, F you pretty much. This was Cliff Kingsbury after the game on this very uh, subject matter of what happened there. I mean, that was just one of those things on the field. Um, we had a difference of opinion. Yeah, he, he said I didn't look good on TV. Um <laughs> acting that fiery. So he said, I don't know, this is a Gen Z thing. You're on TV, so calm down. Like, I like showing emotion. Look, when I have a producer in my ear, and I'm not talking about you, Hoskins, and I'm not talking about anybody currently in NFL Network, when you have somebody in your ear, when you're hosting a show, you do not need emotion. You do not need somebody telling you, you know, hurry up, do this thing, hurry, get to break. You don't need somebody who's putting in your head a sense of, I guess the word for it, and I'm sure neither Kingsbury nor Murray would use it. Tsuris is the word. It's a Yiddish word that means a lot of angst. White knuckle. Big word alert. It's not a big word. I've never heard that. It's a very uh, uh, Yiddish word, uh, uh, which... I don't believe they're using it, but that's the word. Like, it's a lot of angst. I don't need that. I don't need the angst. We used to have a producer, Stuart and I. I've said it before. I'll say it again here on on on, on SportsCenter. Whenever we would go long, and we knew we were going a little long, and putting the producer in a bind because he'd have to, you know, cut highlights, and people are working their asses off to cut those highlights, and he would have to, he'd have to kill them from the rundown, and we would go on a little bit longer. And the first thing we would hear during the commercial break is the producer getting on our ear and went like this. <sighs> we got a problem. We got a problem. And he would use the F word. We got an F and problem. And uh, okay, just give me a second. Just give me a second. I got to do some math. Okay. <laughs> like that's the first thing we would hear. Are you on air when this is going on? No, okay. we're on the, in the commercial yeah. break. Okay. And it's just like we as, as a host, you need the voice in your ear to act like it might be the, the perfect storm type of a tidal wave hitting but it's just the 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 ocean is is like as smooth as glass that's what you want to hear and if kingsbury is you know given that in murray's ear i can understand him telling the calm f down i hear you there's Nicely a button that done. says rich. I wasn't sure that if it works. Ever I heard you. There you go. There I you heard go. you. I heard you. He just says, Does this button work? That's what he just it said to me rich. in my I've ear. always wondered. So I can understand Kyler telling Cliff Kingsbury that. I'm not the quarterback of the of the Arizona Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins was asked about it. I've got the quote right here. Oh, and it's geez, it's really? it's it's a great quote. By the way, Diab looked good last night, huh? Of course he did. Ten catches, 103 yards. You ready for this? This is this is a great, great quote. From DeAndre Hopkins about Cliff and Kyler. Quote, I'm not married, but from what I hear, that's like a marriage. 
End quote. (laughs) (laughs) That is, uh, yeah. That's it. That's true. (laughs) Well done, (laughs) DeAndre Well done. That's awesome. Well done. What I hear. So, I mean, Robbie Anderson, he was there. They went up top to him once. You know, Rondell Moore can do it. Rondell Moore should have been. Hey, man, Eno Benjamin's good. And so if James Conner comes back, right, Isaiah Simmons had a pick six. A kid, Zach Allen, up front with J.J. Watt, who, you know, bless him. Thank goodness he's healthy through six, uh, seven weeks now. We'll see. That NFC West is wide open. Wide open. Just think about it. What if Chiefs go in, take care of business, Beat San Francisco. They're no, three and no four. No McCaffrey. Right. Now they're three and four, yes. right? Seattle is coming down here to L.A. Chargers do their thing, take care of business. Now Seattle's three and four. Suddenly everyone's three and four, and the Rams, by week, three and three, first place. That's correct. Facts. Very probable, right? Um, sure. I think you've just said something that is... Um, and now the Rams, bam, I, right back I in the I know as we're about to play what's more likely. Cardinals, right back in that the sounds somewhat likely. And then the Rams, let's see, they come up there by... Oh, baby. San Francisco comes in. Hey. Christian McCaffrey's first start against the team that tried to acquire him and couldn't and didn't. Oh, man. Yeah. And by the way, that's the last team McCaffrey has faced on the road. Was He's back in SoFi. Here you go. Here we go. So if the 49ers send a receiver off because he's argued with the receiver's coach, now we know it's a McCaffrey thing. It's not a Robbie Anderson thing. It happens to his team when they go back to SoFi. Oh, baby. Oh, that's week eight, though. Week seven, right in front of us, Ryan Phillippe, who has to be over the moon because the Phillies are playing game three of an NLCS in Philadelphia tonight. The Eagles are 6-0 and on a bye week. He's about to join us in studio to have a nice fun conversation always great when he stops by but let's do our uh, friday staple first what's more likely with chris brockman hit it what what's more likely never say never but never baby christopher what do you have over there hey guys breaking news uh christian mccaffrey got traded to the 49ers you guys hear that we'll say what what you guys heard that yeah, i have you hey whose team stock are you buying more right now don't look at the actual market. Think about the football market. Whose stock are you buying up now for the rest of the season? 49ers or Chiefs? So what's the more what's the what's more likely? That's the what's more likely. Who what whose stock are you buying? <laughs> um and what what and what what's the stock do? The stock wins the Super Bowl? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the stock has a deeper run and makes you more money. Um I guess I'll go with the the 49ers because the Bills don't play in the NFC. Um, so I, I, I would do that. But I'll tell you right now, I'm taking the Chiefs on game day morning in this one. Then that's kind of opposite. No, it's not. So you like the Chiefs. You just asked about a longer long-term, run. A long-term. longer run. I think the Bills are year. winning the Super Bowl. Oh. Okay. I think the Bills are winning the Super Bowl. Are they going to beat the 49ers? Maybe they'll, maybe they'll face them. But the 49ers, if you are, if this was a poker tournament and who's lasting longer, if that's your stock, ask of me now, Chris. The Bills don't play in the NFC. And, the you know, the Eagles are the team that kind of stands in the Niners' way if you think that they're the team to beat right now. I still also need to see if McCaffrey's going to stay healthy. I mean, you're, you're, you're sitting here saying that McCaffrey plays all 17? Yeah, why not? McCaffrey plays only uh, six of the final 17? Uh, of the final, what if McCaffrey uh, plays, plays only six of the final 10? Eight of the final 10, and the Chiefs get Odell. 
Oh, my gosh. I'll take the Chiefs then. Our big AFC South matchup. I still like the Bills, man. I don't think the Bills are getting beat. Looks like JT is going to go. More rushing yards on Sunday. Jonathan Taylor or Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. I think the Titans are rolling downhill right now, brother. And I think they're going to have some short fields. Matt Ryan's going to give it to him. And I think Derrick Henry's going to have some short uh, red zones. And he's going to punch him in, man. And I need to see what Jonathan Taylor looks like. We haven't seen him in a couple weeks. Uh, Joey Chestnut's colonoscopy, our fantasy teammate, needs uh, <laughs> needs to see him. Because right win. now, right now uh, we've had uh, two weeks of Moon River. It hasn't been great. Moon River. Moon River. Boon River. Hey. Hey, yeah. hey for some reason, uh, both these teams are underdogs, and I don't really understand that, Rich. Uh, how about New York team to get a road win this week? Jets. Giants or Jets? Jets. Jets, 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 <laughs> J-E-T-S. I don't know if cr- crazy stuff happens in Jacksonville. Right now, it could be Brett, Ritten, Brett Rippon, let's ride. And Doug Peterson can coach rings around the current situation in Denver. I mean, I, 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 would, I would take Doug Peterson at home over what's going on with Denver right now. Jets are coming to town. They're coming to town. And I'm just wondering if um, if Sauce has got like a, a horse head to put on his head <laughs> to stroll around uh, a mile sauce. high, or he's just one and done with the cheese head stuff. Maybe he'll bring a saddle. What else, Chris? Uh, big matchup in our nation's capital this weekend. Or Virginia, but I understand. <laughs> got it. They play in Virginia? They do, sir. Yeah. Raul John, Virginia, which is the mashup of the names, apparently, of... Jack Kent Cook's kids. Wow. Most people don't know Probably that. Probably not for long. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, season high yards this year, only 255. Huh? Who's more likely to throw for 300 and get a win, Rodgers or hit him with the Heineken? Hit him with the Heineken. Bro. Are you going to pick them this week? I don't know about that. I got to think about it. Coach Dust Up doesn't have Chase Young yet, <laughs> yet, back yet. That's never not going to be funny. What, Coach Dust Up? Yeah. <laughs> Except what it's about is not very that, funny. That is That's not funny. McLaurin and Samuel and, and, yeah, man, they've got better weapons. Yeah, man. The Washington Commanders have better receiving weapons mm. at the disposal of their quarterback. And Heineke's got to be sitting there going, why did we get this guy from Indianapolis? I'll show you why we should never have right now. And that's going to be a powerful tool. I kind of like it. I should I pick, like should it. I pick up Heineke to play instead of Russ this week? No. Um, You don't have a backup? Russ might not play. I have Mac Jones. He might not play. He might not play either. So, no. you, you're a pickup Zappy, bro. What are you doing? What's How do you, I have Zappy also. Why don't you pick up Mariota? Listen to his fantasy advice. Not available. Okay. Oh, that's right. You have a 19-team league. Yeah. So stupid. What else you got over there? <laughs> All right. What's more likely? The Seahawks and Chargers play a completely normal, average football game. <laughs> I don't know what the... With punts and nothing crazy happening or the exact opposite. <laughs> The exact opposite. I will take like the exact opposite. The two teams opposite. that can't play a normal football game of their playing life depend do they cancel playing each other, each other out? Do they cancel each other out and it's completely normal? No one goes for it on fourth down. There's no crazy bounces of the football. There's no crazy decisions to be made. There's no chew. Uh, no weird fourth down. No gum chewing. No, jump, no gun chomping. 
Gum chomping. It's not 75% Seahawks fans. That That may be my favorite. (laughs) What's more likely? I'll take the exact opposite. That's more likely. I was just just checking. (laughs) That's my best. What is going to happen? That's a good one, man. You got one more? uh, Yeah, I got a couple couple more. Uh, Okay. Good game in Cincinnati. Sneaky good. Falcons, Bengals. Uh, Who's going to have the longest play in the game there? Jamar Chase or the field? Good one. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, I'll take Jamar Chase. I liked what I saw in New Orleans. He did. I thought they down. were beginning to start clicking like last year, man. I think the Bengals are 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 ready to roll. I like them a lot, as you're going to hear a little, a little bit later on in this hour. I like them a lot. I'll take Jamar Chase because like Drake, what's Drake London? He's got Kyle Pitts disease now. All of a sudden, fantasy wise, yeah. Um, but they don't throw it that much. So, so what are you talking about? Like T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd might go off for one or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or maybe I'm, I'm going to take the. Maybe Mario I'm going to take Jamar Chase. I'll take Jamar. I'll take Jamar on that one. Uh, big game: Browns, Ravens this week. More rushing yards. Nick Chubb or Lamar Jackson? Lamar's gotten him the last couple weeks. I'll take Lamar. I'll take Lamar in this one. I think the Ravens win this one. I think the Browns are in trouble. And I think Lamar's going to. I I think Lamar takes this one. I know the Browns' defense has been not good. No, I don't believe in them right now. I'm not taking them. You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one. Thank you, George. What else? Touchdown road dog to pull an upset. Lions or Texans? The Texans are in Vegas. Vegas seven point dogs. Lions, seven-point dogs. We're not talking about the Vegas, the Vegas Raiders coming off their bye week to go to one and five. We're not talking about that. We're not even gonna. We're not gonna manifest a damn thing about that. I don't know. I'm taking the Lions. I'm taking Dan Campbell coming back. To, he said, "What's which is more likely to pull the oh, okay. touchdown road dog to cover or to just pull <laughs> no, off the upset? pull an upset, just like the Steelers? I'll last take the week. Lions. It's one to, of those games to to to, to win." This, you just asked me. You just asked me what's more likely. I don't think either are, are, are going yeah, to happen. There's probably what's unlikely. More likely? Dan Campbell's likely? Dan Campbell's coming off a of bye. You don't. You don't. Oh. don't play with Dan Campbell. Overlook oh. Dan coming off a of bye. What did they do last year? They probably lost, right? I just had that stat. He's coming. I was he's coming for Dax kneecaps. Hey, bro. kneecaps and grit. They're gritty with fava beans and a nice Chianti. You know what I mean? Well done on uh, on what's more likely. You can listen to the NFL on the NFL app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. If it's the NFL, it's on Westwood One. Dan, Ryan, Ca- Dan Campbell won last year off the bye week. You don't do that to Dan Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> you don't overlook Dan Campbell coming off a of bye. like Andy Reid 2.0. If Andy Reid... Eight kneecaps instead of hamburgers. Oh, grit. Grit. Good nugget right there, Chris. Way to back my play. Mm. <laughs> Ryan Phillippe is here in studio. Don't go anywhere. We're back with him in a moment. Always fun when he stops by as he's about to. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. 
improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. And we're back here on the Rich Eisen show um, called uh, American Murderer is the name of the movie. And we're back here on our terrestrial radio affiliates. Ryan Phillippe is here in studio. He plays the special agent trying to put the aforementioned uh, American murderer behind bars, played by Tom Pelfrey, who... um, Who's fans of Ozark will know his oh, work. In, he, he's in, such a good actor. That was my only thing that I was upset about. I did. I don't have any scenes with him because I never catch him. You know, because Jason Derrick Brown is still at large. He's still out there somewhere. Right now. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. And there's theories that he might be in Australia or Mexico. But we're thinking that if enough people see this movie and it starts conversation, maybe it brings him to justice. And again, that is in theaters today, available on digital and on demand starting next Friday here um, on the Rich Eisen Show, Ryan Phillippe. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this and your other projects in a moment. But uh, the projects I, uh, I'm sure you also would like to talk about are named the Eagles and the Phillies. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, let's sir. talk about the Eagles first up. You're wearing an Eagles hat right now. I am. I'm chilling. It's a bye week, you know, no stress. Um, three scary things about the Eagles, I oh, think. Okay. We still haven't played our best game. Howie Roseman's going to make a move before the trade deadline to bolster the D-line. And if we come up short this season, we have two first-round picks next year. One could be a top 10. I'm thinking dynasty. I like you using the the, the, the dynasty word, or the D word, which uh, the, the gentleman behind you would say stands for Dallas. Um, <laughs> I mean, it but, does. It's so, <laughs> but I think the, the, the aspect about what you just laid out and the draft picks, Ryan, the neat part about it for you, and I think, is that all of these draft choices, whether they were this year or next year, the stockpiling of them mm-hmm. has always been mentioned as, well, just in case Jalen Hurts doesn't work out, right. they can go and use those picks and get some kid out of college. Right. I think that's to bed. I think that has been put to bed. I think so, too. And that this is Jalen Hurts's gig. He is a rock star in this league. 
and the first six games prove that. I just saw today, and everyone should seek it out as well. I guess NFL Films had him, uh, they captured his speech to the team after mm-hmm. they won uh, against Dallas on yeah. Sunday night. This guy's a leader. This is his team. He, he is, is an absolute leader, and he continues to develop. Like other, Unlike other players that sometimes plateau or you hear they're uncoachable, he's the opposite. His dad was a coach. He wants to improve. I, I think he's not satisfied with where he's at even now, even though he's made you know, improved leaps and bounds from last year. But I, I, I believe, and he's such a guy of character too, man. Like He says the right things. He does the right things. You can tell the guys are behind him, believe in him. It's exciting. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about his record because nobody, you know, didn't want to talk about it when they were two and five. Right. Don't want to talk about their six and zero. Oh, he does say the right things, but again, even going into this season, I was talking about how the Eagles are going to win this division. I liked it, and I thought Jalen Hurts was their guy for the future. Uh, you know, and I I know that there are you know uh, sports talk radio folks in Philadelphia who like it uh, only when uh, it's something for them to get upset about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I I got a lot of grief back uh, on on the old Twitterverse from yeah. folks in Philadelphia saying you didn't watch the end of last season, you didn't see how dreadful the end of the season was, you know, and you only saw that playoff game at the end, and so on and so forth. I I just think you got the right guy, and I That's, think the first six games has proved it. And I would say Howie Roseman. He did an amazing job. One of the best off-seasons in our team history. Um, before the season started, I didn't expect 6-0. and But I looked at this right. roster top to bottom, and they didn't have the typical holes that Eagle teams in the past have had. Glaringly, wide receiver has been an issue for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't had solid linebackers since I don't know when. The secondary now with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and getting James Brad- Bradbury, how the hell the Giants let him walk? I, I don't understand. I think it was like, was that a cap thing, Chris? Where, it where, has I don't to know, be. Where could, they just mm. handed him, he's handed a, him he's to He's a Pro Bowl corner right now. He's I mean, been amazing. Yeah. Him and Slay. Yeah, him and, and so looking at the roster before the season started, I could find no issues. I was excited for each dude at each position. Yeah. And that's a rare thing for any team, but particularly for the Eagles. So then where, where's the trap door? What do you think? Or there our might biggest, not be one. Our biggest opponent is health, really. I mean, I know the Niners have taken a step up getting CMC and great move for them. They bring an area guy back home. They're going to sell a ton of jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that we match up with anybody in the NFC. I'm not. I'm not afraid. Health is our only opponent. What about the health of Dak now, though? I mean, you just, I mean, we'll see. His first that's Christmas. Game, that's Christmas. It is. It is, and that'll be a hell of a gift to win and beat him twice. Um, <laughs> but uh, you're right over there, TJ. You're right over there. I was choked. <laughs> no, here's my thing. You know, Dak, obviously amazing, talented player. His first game this season before he got hurt. Granted, it's week one. Didn't look great. I mean, you know, we'll see what issues they have once he comes back or whether or not they don't. But, you know, they're obviously going to challenge. Yeah. Right. And I guess you got Minnesota at 5-1. and one. You saw them in week two. And yeah. you dispatched them as their yeah. only loss of the season so far. And Brady just so I mean they're three and three. It does they they and, and Green Bay sitting there at three and three. Neither of them look like they can currently right now compete with a team that can put points up on the board running the ball like the yeah. like the Eagles can and then defending you you know I know you were singing the praises of Jordan Davis as you sat down in the chair during commercial break <laughs> he is a grown ass man one of the largest you know? human beings I've ever seen in person in my life and you saw him when when did he you made see him? Lane Johnson look small just <laughs> <laughs> saying a lot I saw him in Philly after the Jags game we went to the friends and family area the, the Eagles are so good to me they take such good care of me like 
when I go to games and right. stuff like that. Did you just go on the road with them? Too? I did, man. I'm basically becoming an Eagles groupie in my spare time. So I, I went to Arizona with, I would say, 30,000 other Eagle fans. Which, by the way, this is not a trip down the turnpike to D.C. Yes, this is a dedicated... There's no Delaware water gap in no, Arizona. This, yeah. You're spending money to fly, to put yourselves up. Most dedicated fan base, I think, in, in, in sports, Philly. And like, look at Citizens Bank. So our coach, our, our manager, was in uh, New York for many years. The Yankees, yes, right? Yes, yeah. He said he's never seen an atmosphere like he did at Citizens Bank Park during the Braves series. Well, I'll push back on that one. I'm just saying. And that's what he said, you know. From all his days of the Yankees. Okay. But it was shocking, Rich. I, I would go out into the concourse, you yes. know, to get a drink or use the bathroom. And it was nothing but a sea of green jerseys. In it Arizona. Was, yes. Yes. I kind of started feeling bad for the locals. Like, you know, we took over the place. That could never happen in Philly. Never, never, never. Where where Arizona comes in, and, yeah, or, or another <laughs> That's team, right? never going to happen, you know? right? Uh, and uh, Sirianni, did you got to meet him? I as got well? to meet him very briefly. I felt like a little kid. I got all excited. Um, spoke to Shane Steichen a bit, who I think is doing a great job. All right, um, yeah, man. And then uh, in the when we were at the Jaguars game in Philly, Jason Kelsey gave my son his jersey, and signed it for him Dude, right in front of him. Jason Kelsey is uh, terrific. a Hall of Famer. I, I agree with you. Didn't you come out with a list the other day on Twitter of guys who are currently in the NFL that you know are Hall of Famers, I, and you put both Kelseys on there, I right? did put both Kelseys on there. Yeah, it's just, I was thinking about guys, if their career ended like right now, who do you know for 100% sure Hall of Fame locks? Right. And right. those are two of them. And those were two of them. I came up with about maybe 10 Mahomes, to 15. Brady, yeah. Rogers. Mahomes, Brady, Rogers. Uh, Blair Fitzgerald, he's not actually still playing. Right, no, but like guys retired. who are still playing right, right. now. Um, who see, else let me you, see if I can find this list. Who else would you include on that front right there? That's an well, interesting one. Another JJ, thing I JJ found JJ interesting Watt. Rec- Watt, yeah. recently was there are only six modern-day centers in the Hall of Fame. Only six. Wow. And mm-hmm. he's going to be seven. That's what I did. You see, I that he, I guess, him and some of the other linemen are coming out with a Christmas (laughs) album. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of the days of like buddies watching you. Do you remember that song that the Eagles did? No, it was an answer to like the Super Bowl shuffle. Okay, went back when teams were like singing for no reason, you know, when like what Reggie White did it back in those days with Jerome Uh Brown. May he rest in peace, Randall. Yeah, I never, I don't remember that one. Yeah. Okay. You gotta look it up. Buddy's All watching right. you. It's All right. really fun. Buddy's watching you. <laughs> yeah. My gosh. Ryan Phillippe here on the Rich Eisen Show. And the Phillies at the same time right now. Uh, yeah. hosting an NLCS. Yeah. And um did you go to either of the games in San Diego? I didn't. That's why that? I was secretly hoping the Dodgers would pull it out because it would have made it easier to go to games. Uh-huh. But um it was kind of hard to see Nola get, you know hammered a little bit the other night but i think we're gonna take two out of three at least in philly um going it's tough to play in that park man i'm telling you people it's, get shook in philadelphia you're yeah talking about. yeah okay yeah all right we bring it hey i i know uh clearly that they're well i guess it's a better atmosphere than new york which you know i i <laughs> I, I i still can't believe that but okay good enough um uh, but uh this is a team that uh, you had to think when they got rid of Girardi, you know, that was it. Yeah. That, that was kind of, we'll see what happens from here on out. Yeah. They should give this, you know, Thompson the gig, right? He should I, the, absolutely. He's yeah. The guy. How could you argue with the results? You know, and historically the teams that have given us a ton of trouble, St. Louis and Atlanta to get past them is a major sort of monkey off your shoulder. Like I think. And Harper. 
Yeah. It's getting it done. Schwarber, yeah. that guy yeah. is unbelievable. I don't know. How, well, how does he keep on getting the, the Cubs let him go? The Red Sox didn't sign him. He's just unbelievable. And wasn't his homer the longest down. in playoff? Or well, at the, it was like a 528. It, it left in like two seconds flat. Yeah. I mean, that was an unbelievable. That was a huge shot. No doubt about that. So uh, let's talk about uh, your other film, Summit Fever. What's that about that's available right now? So Summit Fever is a mountain climbing movie that I did um, over COVID. It was an amazing experience. I always wanted to learn uh, how to mountain climb. And that's one of the reasons I took the job Mm -hmm. is I knew I'd be trained by like world-class mountaineers. Yes. Um, The ice climbing was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying because you've got the crampons on your on your boots mm-hmm. and, a, and an ax and there's nothing, there's nothing to hook into on an ice climb. You're using your rope wrapped around a piece of rock to keep you secure to the mountain. That side. doesn't sound great. No. And I was looking down on top of Mont Blanc, which is one of the biggest mountains in the world. Looking down to my right or left was a 10,000 foot drop. And you what know, the hell are you doing? I mean, I, I'm a little bit of an adrenaline junkie. I'm a little bit the of the Eagles aren't secret. enough of that. For you? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, this was during, you know, okay. a year or so ago, but okay. But yeah, it's a really cool movie. And also the fact that it's a smaller film, none of, there's no special effects. So everything you see us doing in the film from a climbing standpoint is actually us doing us. No green screen, no stage work. This is all practical, actual mountain climbing. And you didn't get enough of a thrill doing all your own stunts in MacGruber? Um, <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough, I am doing yes. a, um, a stunt, a, a podcast about the history of stunts. I've started uh, Jimmy Kimmel's company. We're going to do an oral history of stunts and entertainment, starting back with like Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin, yeah. going through the martial arts movies up until, you know, we're sitting at quarters who did like The Matrix and Mission Impossible to give like behind the scenes sort of Ken Burns take on So, which on is stunts. a stunt that you're, that you're, just give me one from movies that you've seen that you're most impressed by or one, you know. Well, what, the craziest one I've ever done, I did a four-story jump off of a off a building on a descender wire, which is, I guess, what qualifies me to host this podcast in yes. some ways. Um, but our white whale for this series yes. is a sit-down with TC to, speak, to talk only about stunts, Tom Cruise, to talk yes. only about his stunt, because I think that's an episode anyone would want to listen to. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, did, did, wasn't there one just recently for, for the latest mission or something like that? He, was, on, well, wing he, of a he released that video of that? him standing on the plane. Did you see that, yeah. Ryan? Yeah. yeah. What yeah. the hell? He's like, hey, we can't wait to see this movie. All right, we got to go. And then he just veers off and he's just standing there holding it's on. It's amazing up. what that guy can do. And he's no spring chick either. I mean, not that I am, but like to be doing that stuff and yes. risking, you know, Calamity at sixty is crazy. What's a descending wire? What are you just talking about? So it's there. You know, when you do a a jump or a large fall, usually there's just a wire hooked to a vest that you're wearing underneath your wardrobe. Yes, and your life is literally in the hands of the man who is on the ground and spooling you at the proper rate. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking, you know, I had to do this jump ten times to, you know, for various reasons. And I kept thinking, what if that man just had like a like he seized up or he had some kind of like, yeah. you know, moment, and you know, I'm on my way down and it's cause he has to spool it at the exact speed that you're falling so that you don't get jerked heavily. Yeah. You know? And, uh, 
It's pretty terrifying. Did they take their the phone away from those people to make sure they're not like doing scrolling so. Twitter I, when you're I hope so. when you're when you're I, doing your thing? I just know when they introduced it, hit me to him, I couldn't have been more pleasant. <laughs> I was like, you know, oh, you always are. And so then I'm up there on the fourth floor, about to jump off. The guy's rigging me, a stunt man. He's rigging me, and I yeah. turn to him and I go, "How many times have you done this?" He goes. Dude, I wouldn't do this. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, because stunt people have their own specialties, and there's certain things that even oh, for see. them, they they not they're not interested in doing. But that's what a terrible swing thought. That's yeah, like it was like action. Like, <laughs> like, that's like you're about to hit the most important golf shot of your life. Someone's like, I wouldn't put it in the water. Yeah. You know, it's just like that's what a terrible thought to put in your head. I mean, right. You mentioned Tom Cruise, and you see all the crazy things he's been doing for all these mission movies and stuff. What's yeah. something like that that you would like to do? For a film i mean he's going to space i want to go to space he's shooting a movie in space that's something he that wants I'd be... to moonwalk that i'd see that yeah i mean it, it, doug lyman is gonna make the movie and they're gonna shoot in zero gravity for a fair portion of it wow um i think the the craziest one he did was hanging on the side of an airplane that's taking off that is insane to me i would love to do that oddly enough um that one is something i find because who else has ever done that I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't do it, to yeah. use the phrase that you just said. Uh, American Murder is available in theaters today, available on digital and on demand next Friday. Summit Fever is available now on digital and on demand. Ryan, thanks for coming in here. Congrats on all your sports teams doing so well right now. And congrats on your Jets looking like they're turning it around, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mm-hmm. get happy when I see them win because of you, because Thank I think you. about you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that because I have been immensely happy with yeah. watching them. What they did last week in Green Bay is something that I have been waiting for for some time. And the neat part about it is it's not because of what the quarterback did. It's about that defense, that yes. those kids yes. that are like balling, sauce in sauce. the back, and Quinn and Williams up front setting the tone because the offense, I think, is going to come along. And when it does, and they could start, if they can start putting up 21, 28 yeah. with regularity, yeah. I don't even want to say anymore because I feel like I'm going to blow it. Hey, man, decades of top 10 picks will eventually yield a team that's decent. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how that works. In theory. <laughs> In theory, yes, exactly. Uh, follow this man on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan Phillippe. Thank you for being here, brother. Let's Thank do you. This more always often. a pleasure. You're always great to come in here whenever we, uh, whenever you can. I Thank appreciate you. it. Yeah. Uh, we're back to wrap up this show with a special, yes, power rankings hey. list. I'm, I'm <laughs> just, I can't be contained right now to use DP's phrase. <laughs> Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all-in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. NetSuite by Oracle, it's so important for your business's success to know your numbers. It's amazing how many businesses may not know fully what their numbers are all in one fell swoop, all in one spot. 31,000 businesses, over 31,000 businesses, however, do not have that problem. They've got the confidence and clarity they need because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting. You can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. So, what are you waiting for? Right now, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio right now. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. I did this last night. I did this last night before the Christian McCaffrey trade. We noticed 10 teams, 10 teams in the NFL. Damn near a third of this league with 32 teams. 10 of them have three and three records. How about that? How can you tell which team that has won three and lost three for the first six weeks have a better chance of improving? How can you tell when records are the same, which team is better than the other? And I thought to myself, wait a minute, 10, hmm. What number is best to rank teams in one uh, bite-sized form? Which teams are better than the other when you can't tell just by looking at the records? How does that fit into my way of ranking teams powerfully? This all, this all came to you last night? Yes! It's <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. So wow. you want more power rankings, I'm giving to you. Let's go! You Here's, just made the list! Here it is! Yeah! Power <laughs> rankings of just the three and three teams through six weeks in the NFL. Oh. Do we want to do it? Hit it! That is the best Photoshop of all time. Power rankings! There are many like it, but this one is mine! Power rankings! Yes! Bonus <laughs> power rankings! Of just the three and three teams, there's ten of them. Wait a minute, I can't tell. One has got to have a, a be above the other because one has a better record or less than. No, 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 no. Well, you yeah. need nuance and you need understanding oh, of football oh, to be able to pull off what I'm about to pull off. You might be overthinking this. <laughs> Number ten on my list is Atlanta. I still, I still can't, I still, I still can't buy it. Can't buy it. I don't know about that. I know, I know, I know, I know. They're better than you thought. They are better than you think. But three and three, I just, I, I, I'm still waiting. If they beat the Bengals this week, who are on this list because they're three and three, then I'll have to reconsider. They gave away week one. They should be four and two. Uh, they, they are. You are what you are. Otherwise, you wouldn't well, be on this list. Not according to your original list. They're number 10 on my list. Number nine are the <laughs> Dolphins. Once upon a time, 3-0. and They've lost three in a row. I think Tua coming back is going to restore a little bit of what we saw through the first three weeks of the season, although Pittsburgh is bringing that stout front four to South Florida this weekend. I still need to see a little bit more from the Miami Dolphins. Once upon a time in the top five of my regular power rankings, they're number nine on the list of three and three teams. Number eight, 
I believe in the Seahawks. I like Geno. I like what Geno's cooking. I like that Tariq Willen on the back end. I like Kenneth Walker. I like seeing the fact that it's still Tyler Lockett and it's DK out there. I like the new offensive line. I like Pete bouncing around and chomping gum, as uh, Jim Brockman called, what, the uh, the world's oldest teenager, right? Now that... Now that Dick Clark has passed no away. Right, there you go. Very, very good. <laughs> number eight. Number seven on my list? Yeah, bro. I'm zappied. Yeah. yeah. I'm zappied. <laughs> this defense Woo. is really good. Defense I'm speaking to Matthew Judon for Monday's show for Monday Night Football. He'll be on Monday's nice. show. Yeah, he's balling. That defense is balling yeah. out. Good defense. Jacoby Myers can run routes. Mm. Jack Jones playing defense. Don't miss JC Jackson. There we go. Jack Jones. Here we go. Yeah. Plug and play. Plug and play. Let's go. Patriots are seventh on this power rankings list. Of they're going to blow out the Bears. On three Monday. and three teams. They're not going to be three and three for much longer. Come on, get zappied. Because they're playing a game this week. Is that what the number, said? number six on this list. I'm going with the Bucks here. I Ooh, I'm going six. with the Bucks. Yes, I'm wow. going with the Bucks here. I'm going with the Bucks here. I do love TB12. I'm still just a little bit concerned who he's throwing the football to, wow. and I think we're going to see him at four and three this week. And then I'm nervous about the Ravens coming in, man. So I need to see a little bit more from the Bucks to be moved up on this list that I'm making up as a list. <laughs> number five. I might be the only one. I definitely know I'm the only one in this room. But I am. I might be the only one who still can't quit the Rams. I can't quit them. Yeah, you're. you're I can't quit them. They are not playing their best football right now, and I think they're going to get healthier on offense because at some point, the Rams, on average, will play a game in which a member of their offensive line will not be carted off during it. And so I like the Rams still. I still think when you're looking at star players, Cooper Cup is getting his, and at some point they're going to play better offense, and the defense is still the defense. Number four is the Packers on this list. Four? I Yes, I still love Aaron Rodgers, and I still think that the offense will eventually come around, and the defense is slumping. Defense is slumping. I think they got a get-right game in D.C. this weekend, um, and I'll take the Packers on this list. Number three is the Ravens. Number three is the Ravens. Of Again, power rankings of my three and three teams. There's 10 of them in the league. I still love the, the offense. They're a sneaky passing attack. The defense is going to start coming around. I believe the Ravens um, are a terrific team in the long run that will show up in the playoffs, but they won't win the division because number two on this list are the Bengals. I believe we just saw Cincinnati dig out from their 0-2 hole. They're officially back to 500. They have won 3 of 4 since starting 0-2. The only game that they lost was against the Ravens. I don't believe that'll happen the next time that they face them. And I think Cincinnati is about to go zooming in the direction of what we saw last year. And number one, and this was before Christian McCaffrey had the 49ers as the best 3-3 three and three team. Now they got McCaffrey lookout. As I said earlier, I'll say it again. A running back who could play receiver, a receiver who could play running back, and a fullback who can play tight end. And they already have one of the best tight ends in the game. And they have some other terrific receivers and a deep running back list in case McCaffrey does have won a game or two. Hopefully uh, not uh, any more than that. Uh, in which you can't answer the bell. And they've got a championship defense when healthy, and I think they're going to get Trent Williams back sooner rather than later and look out. It's all on Jimmy G now. That's my power rankings. All right. Bonus power rankings Bonus. of just three and three teams. Love it.
Chris Brockman, while we're on a free roll yes. on the power rankings list, let's wrap things let's up with let's... sneaky good games. Here is NBC let's News Emeritus Tom Brokaw. Here's Chris Brockman with Sneaky Good Games. Contests likely to surprise you with their heretofore undisclosed competitive value. All right, Christopher. All right, guys, we're 2-2 two two last week. We're 5-3 and three in the last two weeks. Let's have some fun. I like the Titans minus two uh, coming off a of bye. Mike Vrabel, speaking of coaches coming off a of bye, 4-0 Mike Vrabel off a of bye. King Henry eats. Take the Titans. Green Bay and Washington, I think, is going to be a sneaky high-scoring game. I agree with you. I think Green Bay's offense kind of gets going a little bit, but I also think Heineke can can score as I well. I agree with you. Uh, Washington has given up over 22 points in five of their six games. Seattle, I just think they're one of those teams, you don't really know what's going to happen, but I think this could be a field goal game. Five, I agree with you. Five points seems a little high for me. Take the Seahawks on the road. Plus, I agree with you. It's going to be about three-quarters Seahawks fans at SoFi. And then KC in San Francisco, even if McCaffrey doesn't play, the Niner D is still super banged up. They gave up a ton of points to Atlanta that's last week. Chiefs D also gives up a lot of points. Seven touchdowns in this game? Yeah, I'll take over that. Over 49 in San Francisco. I like it. I like it. As you know, I don't condone it. Of course not. But I like it. Let's go. And you know, on game day morning, at the end of game day mornings, when we go outside in the fourth hour and we stand on that field uh, right by oh. NFL Network and the stadium's behind us and this the parking lots are just open, you could see which fan base of the opposition is showing up in force. And I, I'm, I'm going to see a lot of 12s, a lot I imagine, 12s. when I stroll out on that field three hours before kickoff against the Chargers. That'll wrap it up. Thanks to Ryan Phillippe and Roquan Smith and Chip Kelly and Robert Sala. We're back on Roku to send you to the weekend.